Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, hello, everybody. It's me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. Welcome to Sunday Night Live. <laughs> where we explore the principles that allow us to thrive and change. The changes that we want, like changes to Facebook settings that we don't want. Yeah, the change we want and the change we don't want. And the change we don't want is unexpected changes to Facebook settings. But here I am, a little late, but I'm here and I'm excited. Hopefully, um, if you are tuning in, you didn't wait too long. Ah, here we go. <laughs> Carol says, yay, prayer works. It does work. Thank you so much for the prayers and just for um, for hanging with me as I worked this out. So I learned something new. It's all good. And I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you on this Mother's Day to a really great edition of Thrive and Change. It's near and dear to my heart, and I'm excited to share it with you. Tonight's hashtag is hashtag find the beauty. Hashtag find the beauty. We are going to be talking about wake-up calls. Have you ever had a wake-up call? Um, I'm interested to hear what your wake-up calls have been, if one sticks out in your mind, uh, because I was thinking about it. I have had a few and I'm going to tell you a little bit about my path with wake up calls. Interested to hear what your path has been. And then I've got a couple of questions for you because the truth of the matter is when we are faced with unwanted change, often that unwanted change comes hand in hand with a wake up call. Often there is often a wake up call associated with unwanted change. Uh, so with that, I'd like to give a shout out to, you know who I'm going to honor here, Thumb Roast Coffee, my favorite coffee ever. Thumbroastcoffee.com allows you to buy the world's most delicious coffee. Um, it's in the top 10% of the coffee beans in the world. That's what they use to make roast thumb roast coffee and it shows the stuff is delicious and i encourage you to try it if you are a coffee lover you will love thumb roast coffee and you'll love that you get to get a discount of 15 percent off when you use the coupon code thrive t-h-r-i-v-e so make sure you do that if you're a coffee lover go treat yourself to the best coffee in the world from thumb roast coffee you will not be sorry i look forward to it every night before I go to bed, because I know in the morning I get to get up and have a delicious mug of St. Alex Sunrise, which is currently my personal favorite. Uh, it might be substituted for another one soon, but for now, I'm rocking St. Alex Sunrise. It's good stuff. So I encourage you to do that. Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, gets you 15% off at thumbroastcoffee.com. You will not be sorry. And today's hashtag is hashtag find the beauty. So hi, glad to see some of you have found me. I know I started a little late. So be sure to say hi. Let me know you're here and watching. And without further ado, I am going to get on to, whoops, hold on. I got one thing I have to do. Bam. All right. So now let's get started. Glad to see you, Carol. 
Glad to see. Let me see some of those eyeballs. Who do we have here? Nice. Okay. With that, we're talking about wake up calls. Find the beauty. So what does a wake up call look like for you? Um, if you've had one, I want you to think about that. Hey, Laura, I'm glad you're here. Think about it for a minute. What kind of wake up calls have you had in your life? And what did you wake up to? Because that matters, right? If you get a wake up call, what are you waking up to? When we asked you back in the day, you would ask for a wake up call when you went to a hotel. You would ask the front desk to give you a call at a certain time so that you could wake up. That was back before we had our, our trusty cell phones that went everywhere with us. Uh, but we'd ask for a wake up call. Or maybe when you were growing up, you asked your mom to give you a wake up call before school. So wake up calls mean, first of all, we were asleep. Second of all, somebody else is doing the watching for us, right? <laughs> somebody else is taking responsibility for us waking up, which is kind of an interesting thought when it comes to wake up calls, uh, because there is a certain sense of responsibility um, in a wake up call that um, is sort of missing. Uh, when we're getting a wake up call, it's generally because we have not been paying attention. We've not been paying attention. We haven't been uh, being responsible for something that turns out we should have been paying more attention to, right? All right, so uh, back when I was in my career, uh, working hard, doing what I loved for people who did not care, I thought I was doing okay. I thought I, I felt like, you know what, I can gut this out. I had I had a little over a year until I would be eligible to retire from that job. And I already had made plans to be able to have a, a career as a coach and a speaker when I left. So I, I had a plan and it was sort of a long range plan. And and then I got a wake up call and my wake up call came to me in the form of a panic attack as I was sitting in my office and I got an email from a, a senior leader that was highly disrespectful. And I realized um, I was miserable and I was in a work environment that disrespected me, disrespected what I believed to be healthy. Um, a lot, there were a lot of, of black marks against that work environment that I was in the midst of. And I thought I was doing okay. And I had a panic attack. And it was a wake-up call for me. I realized when I had that panic attack that no matter how anybody else was dealing with the situation that we were all in as workers, the culture that we worked in, no matter how anybody else was working in it, I was not able to because my body just rebelled and it literally made it very difficult for me to breathe. And it was very scary. If you've ever had a panic attack, you know what I'm talking about. It was uncomfortable. It was scary. And it was a wake up call. And I realized that I had been telling myself, Shannon, you know what? You'll be fine. All you've got to do is, is, is be able to breathe this poison air for just another year or so, and, and you'll be okay. And it turns out that my mental health said, you can't breathe any more poison air. It was that simple. It was that simple. And I had a wake-up call that I had been pushing my stress, pushing 
my concerns, pushing my anxiety off to the side, pushing it down. And I could not do that anymore. And so I went to the doctor and I talked with the doctor and we made arrangements so that I could have better me mental health. It was a wake up call and it was scary. And it caused me to reconsider what I was doing, how I was doing it, how I was managing and coping. Perhaps you've had a wake up call that was like that. Tammy, hi, I'm glad you're here. Um, thank you for tuning in, even though we're a little bit late. So that was a wake up call that I had. Um, it's been interesting. I've um, several of my clients, at least three of them off the top of my head, several of my clients have had COVID. And each one of those clients has said to me in one way or another that getting sick was a wake up call for them. It it was an opportunity for them to step back from the circumstances they were in. They were forced to. They were forced to be separate. They were forced to be by themselves. And I have had several clients have the same experience. And they said it was very difficult for them, as you can imagine. But it was very healthy for them because in a way they needed that time in isolation to really realize circumstances in their life that they knew they had to change. They got a wake up call. And so as we're talking about hashtag find the beauty, that's that's part of the blessing of unwanted change is that unwanted change often brings with it a wake-up call. I did not want a panic attack. I did not want what are actually mental health issues. I didn't want that. I didn't have time for it. I was busy. I knew I could make it through. I could gut it out. But the reality was that I needed that wake-up call. My body, my brain said, you can't do this anymore. This is, this is taking a toll on you that is too much. It's going to cost you more then just gutting it out and putting your head down and barreling through is going to bring. And so for those of you who have had unwanted change in your life, I want to encourage you, look at that unwanted change and ask yourself the question, is there a message here that I need to consider? Is there something here? Is there a wake-up call that I can recognize in the midst of this unwanted change that is going to be actually a gift. And I'm loving the thumbs up. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, Cassie's like, yes, <laughs> thumbs up. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. Unwanted change really does often, always actually bring with it a gift. If we look for the gift, if we hashtag find the beauty, we will see what we can learn about ourselves and how to move forward in the midst of that unwanted change. Um, the there's a, a, a beautiful approach to this that sometimes people ignore or think I, I'm, I'm too upset. I can't, I can't embrace this idea of finding the beauty in the midst of this. But I, I just want you to be open to the possibility that you can be two things at once, maybe even more. You can feel anger about an unwanted change. You can feel grief about unwanted change. There are many things you can feel at the same time. You can be angry. You can be confused. You can be upset. You can be mortified. You know, we can make the list. There's a long list. But while we're feeling all of those emotions, we can also, in the midst of that, also feel gratitude for 
the good things that we can gain from it. And if we're open to that, and then if we start actively looking for that, that principle, find the beauty, that wake up call is going to be something that we're grateful for, not something that we resent for the rest of our lives. We're able to see, okay, there is some good to be found in this. So a um, couple of questions about wake up calls. Are you listening to it? Is there a siren going off right now for you? And are you listening to the siren? Are you listening to the wake up call? What are you going to do with it? I love this quote by Maya Angelou. She says this. she said, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. A wake up call is an invitation for a higher level of awareness. It says, all right, here's an opportunity to see something I hadn't seen before about in my case, my panic attack, like, okay, this was taking a toll I didn't know. I thought I was dealing pretty well, but apparently I've been hiding this stress somewhere and now it's come out in full bloom. It was a gift. I needed to know that was happening and I was grateful that I found out even though it was unwanted change and something that I didn't want. So once I knew better, then I could do better. Once we know better, we can do better. So your wake up call is an opportunity for you to do better. It's an opportunity for that level of awareness to rise up so that we grow in the midst of the challenges that come our way. We thrive and change instead of withering and dying and hunkering down and, you know, throwing, throwing all the lessons away. And now we've suffered for nothing. It's just been painful. There's nothing good out of it. Find the beauty, right? Okay. So I've got some random thoughts here. I want to interject. Things do not happen to us. They happen for us. And when we believe that, when we know that God is with us, that things do not happen to me, that I am always, always in a place that I can grow and learn and there will be a gift for me no matter what comes my way. It's a very freeing thought. So as we're talking about these wake up calls, just remember that. Remember when you're getting the wake up call. Whatever this unexpected thing is, it's not happening to me, happening to me. It's happening for me. So a friend of mine, his name is Don. Uh, he was in his home and the carbon monoxide sensor went off. So anybody have a carbon monoxide uh, detector? It looks similar to a, a fire alarm, in fact, sometimes or a smoke detector. And sometimes it's actually in a in a unit with the smoke detector. In this case, Don's carbon monoxide detector is going off. And he said he was very confused by that. And so he thought, you know, it's malfunctioning. So he went over and he tried pushing the reset button and the sirens going off and he's pushing the button and it would stop for a second and then whoo, it comes back on and he's getting really frustrated. He keeps hitting that reset button. It's not resetting. So he says, you know, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking this, you know, I don't need this aggravation right now. Um, I need this thing to stop and I, I can't believe I'm going to have to go buy a new one. So he said he got ready to disattach it so that he could take the batteries out and that way it wouldn't be making that siren sound. And all of a sudden he had this thought, what if that siren is because it's working, not because it's malfunctioning? What if that alarm that's going off is going off for a legitimate reason? 
what if that carbon monoxide sensor is actually sensing carbon monoxide? So he said he put the unit back on the wall. He got the dog. The rest of his family wasn't home. He went outside and he called the gas company and they came to check it out. And sure enough, his hot water tank was malfunctioning and it was oozing, seeping, emitting carbon monoxide into his house. And if he had stayed there, he would have suffered. He would have potentially died. He could have lost his pet. And the whole time an alarm was going off. He was ignoring the alarm. Thank God he had a wake up call. Thank God he went, wait a second. Maybe, just maybe, this is going off for a reason. I want you to think about the sirens that are going off in your life right now. The warning signs that are popping up all over as you get ready to go down a road or as you get ready to go back to a, a circumstance that wasn't good for you, that isn't healthy for your physical body, your mental body, your spiritual being. What warning signs are you ignoring thinking, ah, oh, that's nothing. That's nothing. I just have a headache. Oh, that's nothing. I'm just, I just, I'm just having trouble sleeping. Oh, that's nothing. Folks, these are alarm signals that go off in our lives because they're trying to tell us something. It's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call. Hitting the reset button. If that doesn't work, it's time to check it out. Taking the batteries out of the smoke detector or the carbon monoxide detector isn't the solution. You removing the ability for the siren to go off doesn't change your circumstances. Listen to the wake-up call. Listen to the wake-up call. So, Carol, let's see what you've got to say. Carol says, one wake-up call was after one of our leadership classes when you talked about something similar to this, and I knew I had to quit one of my jobs. I did. It took about six months to be released, but it was a lifesaver in the stress department. I can't explain the stress, but I know it made my life so much happier. Sometimes we don't even know why, but we know we feel a nudge to do something. We need to listen to our body, our mind, our feelings. I am so much better off. Carol, I applaud you. Yes. Sometimes we can't even rationally put our brain around it, but we just know we don't need to do that anymore. It's time to stop, right? And you listen to that and your life was transformed. You heard the wake up call. You heard the wake up call before it was too late. You saw the warning signs and got the wake up call and said, I'm stopping. So well done. Well done. Who else has experienced that, um, that wake up call and you listened or maybe you didn't, maybe you ignored the wake up call and then regretted it and you realized oh my gosh i should have i sh i knew this was coming i should have changed direction a long time ago so what alarm are you ignoring that's my question it might be a tough one are you ignoring an alarm in your life and what prevents you from responding to the alarm is it fear are you afraid of what will happen if you actually listen to those warning signs i want you to know that you can do the next thing you need to do. You have everything you need to do it. And you have people in your life that will 
give you the support you need, the care you need, the help you need. You just have to look around. You have to look around you and say, who can I trust? You've got somebody. You've got somebody. You've got someone who will help you. You are not alone. I do this for my clients all the time. I do this for people. I help them to know, okay, let's get some clarity. Is that alarm going off because you're lazy? Are you trying to get out of hard work? Fill in the blanks. We talk it through. It's a privilege to be able to do that with people. You don't have to have a coach to do that. Do you have a friend you trust, somebody you love that you can look to and say, I've got this red flag popping up and this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? Run that by somebody. Don't ignore the red flags in your life. Don't ignore the sirens going off just because it's more convenient to think that it was it's a mistake or that it's overreacting. It's not. Those alarms are there for a reason. Sometimes we need a wake up call to let us know that we're settling for way less than what we deserve. Sometimes we settle for really bad relationships, really bad careers, really unsatisfying lives because we don't hear the wake up call that says there's more for you. There is more. You can have a better life. You don't have to settle. It's the truth. You don't have to settle. You don't. And as soon as you understand that, all of a sudden the alarm goes off like, oh, Wow, it sure is a lot easier to think without that siren roaring in the background. Yes, when you realize the alarm's going off and you recognize and go, okay, you got my attention. It's amazing what happens. All of a sudden, clarity happens. You're able to think creatively. You're able to see farther than you saw before. When you acknowledge an alarm for what it is, it allows you to think more clearly. It's hard to think when we've got the buzzer in our ear. If you've ever tried to cook dinner when the smoke alarm's going off, if maybe you were broiling something and, um, you know, heaven forbid you have forgot something and it actually was burning up in there. But I know when I would try to broil, broil steak, sometimes it would set the smoke alarm off. And this was all I could do to finish cooking dinner while I'm opening windows and I'm trying to get that smoke alarm to go off because it thinks there's a fire and I know there's not. False alarm, right? Um, hard to think when that noise is happening. But when you acknowledge that there is an alarm going off and you treat that seriously, it will settle down and you'll have an opportunity to think clearly. What do I need to do next? How do I need to respond to that alarm? What is that alarm trying to tell you to do? Is it telling you to run from a situation? Is it telling you get out of dodge? Or is an alarm that's saying, you know what, your opportunity to live your dream is fading every day because you aren't listening. If that alarm is going off saying, come on, your time's running out. You, your life isn't going to last forever. Now's the time to start working toward that thing that you know you love, that you've been called to do, to stop settling. If that alarm is drawing you to something. If that alarm is drawing you to something, listen to it. Look in that direction. Say, oh, I see out there. Oh, my gosh, there's a dream out there. I might be able to fill in the blank, fill in your blank. 
A wake up call doesn't have to be that there's something terrible happening in your life. It just might be that your time, because all of our time is running out. All of us are one step closer to dying every day that goes by. Every minute that passes, we're one step closer to the end. We don't know when the end is, when the end is, but we know that we're one step closer to it. Every minute that we ignore that call, that wake-up call that says, "Hey, our time's running out." Every minute that we ignore it, we are depriving ourselves from contentment and happiness. We're depriving the people that we serve the ability to get something um, that only we can give. We need to heed those wake-up calls. And I don't know what your wake-up calls look like. I'm going to share with you another one. One of my wake-up calls. I just had one. I had a wake-up call on Friday. On Friday, about 1.30 in the afternoon, I was driving to the bakery. I was going to get some delicious desserts for company that we were having on Saturday. And I was driving. I had a, have a little SUV, a little Ford Escape. And I was driving through an intersection with a green light and somebody ran a red. And they were going so fast and came from behind a building that I couldn't see them that um, I was going 45 or 50 miles an hour and I hit them. The front end of my vehicle smacked into theirs. They they kept going and I spun out and airbag went off and the vehicle caught on fire. And I was able to kick the door open and make it over to sit on the grass. And if you've ever been in an accident, it was numbing, mind numbing. But I was able to walk there. And I sat down and looked at that heap of metal. Um, I'll be very surprised if the vehicle isn't 100% totaled. It, it's, it's a mess. Um, and I was overwhelmed with gratitude. And not every wake-up call is a wake-up call to make a huge change, although I'm all about thriving in change, absolutely. Uh, but I felt like my wake up call as I looked at that vehicle and thought what could have been, I could have been really hurt. I could have been killed. Um, it was ugly. I think the other driver was okay. Uh, it didn't seem to be uh, any serious injuries with the, with the other driver. But as I looked at that vehicle, um, I was woke, waked up, woken up. I was awoken. <laughs> Grammarians help me. Um, as I looked at that heap of metal, I was just reminded to be very, very grateful. My wake-up call was to gratitude, to be thankful for every minute that I'm here, to be thankful for every minute that I get to spend with my family or with you, because these minutes are, are treasures to me. Um, my wake-up call was a reminder to be thankful for every day and to be thankful that I'm not wasting my days <laughs> as I sat there feeling and excuse me, I am getting a little teary eyed here. Um, as I was looking at that and thinking the thoughts that were going through my head weren't, Oh my gosh, why didn't I, 
hug my husband. Oh my gosh, why didn't I tell my kids I love them? Oh, those weren't what the feelings I was having. I was not filled with regret. I was filled with joy and gratitude because I've listened to some of the other wake up calls in my life. And I listened to them when they said, Shannon, you have to be more intentional about connecting with your children because if you aren't, they're going to grow and, and they'll be gone and you'll, you won't have a relationship with them that you want. I heard that wake up call and I listened and I took action. The wake up call that told me that I was stressed and breathing what was for my mental health, essentially poison air. I listened to that wake up call. I did what I needed to do to make sure that I could be healthy because I took those steps. I'm able to do what I love. I didn't spend um, years trying to recover from severe mental anguish. I listened to a wake up call and I responded to it. And I could sit after this wake up call and not be filled with regret, but be filled with gratitude. I want you to know you can be too. You can be filled with gratitude when your next wake up call arrives. But it means that you have to listen when that wake up call comes. You cannot ignore your wake up calls. Ignore them to your peril. If unwanted change has come into your life, I want you to know I feel for you. And I know that that is difficult and it comes with challenges and often it comes with sadness and anger and grief. But I also, because I've walked that path, I also know that it comes with joy and peace and a promise that if we'll listen to that lesson that we learn in the midst of that unwanted change, that tomorrow's going to be better. Uh, my mom, today is Mother's Day. My mother, um, my mother and I um, had an interesting relationship for about 50 years. And then she got sick. She got a wake up call. Um, her wake up call was that she was diagnosed with lung cancer. And so she took some actions real quick. Um, one of them was to stop smoking and thank God she did um, better late than never. Uh, but she also heard some other sirens going off in her life. And I was privileged to watch my mom as she walked her final months on earth and she walked them with grace. She walked them as a Christian. She walked them showing the love of God to others and to her family and allowed us to love on her. Um, and my mother, one day I look forward to hearing all of her perspective, but when my mom got sick, it was a wake up call for her, but it was also a wake up call for me. And what I was awakened to was the fact that I had not loved my mother enough. I'd loved her, but I didn't show her. I didn't just let her be her. I was always trying to fix her. She was always too loud. 
<laughs> or she was doing something I didn't like. And so it was like, you know, mom, you can do that, but, and then fill in the blank. Um, I didn't like it when she showed up early to parties and all she could do was just, she just couldn't wait to be with her family. Um, and I would be irritated with her. You know, I wasn't kind always. Um, I'm not going to beat myself up over that. We, you know, <laughs> we, we loved each other. But when I got the wake up call that her days were, of course, numbered, just like every one of our loved ones days are, we don't know. Um, when I got the wake up call, when I heard the siren, I woke up and I realized I want to show my mother as much love and as much acceptance as I can until the day she dies. And I'm going to start today. And I did. I intentionally started listening to my mother and not judging her for being too loud or being too enthusiastic or thinking that she just had a dumb opinion like I was 15 or something like a teenager, you know, just that dynamic. I'm just, I'm just so blown away by the transformation that happened in our relationship. When I listened to the wake up call that said, Shannon, you're not seeing your mother clearly. You're seeing her like a teenager. You're seeing her like you're a kid and you're not. You're an adult and she's an adult. Take another look. What a blessing. When I look back on our time together, I am filled with gratitude and not regret. I heard a wake up call. I heard the siren go off. I paid attention. I did something about it. I will get another wake up call. We get them right as we grow. Like Maya Angelou says, we do as good as we can. And then when we know to do better, wait a minute, would we do it? I'm going to read it, you guys. Thank you for your patience. Here we go. Do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. That's what it's all about. Your wake up call is coming to you so that you can do better. You get to decide if you're going to do better or not. That's the bottom line. But I want you to know that if you are going to thrive and change, understanding that those unwelcome changes bring a wake-up call with them is going to be very, very helpful for you as you sink your roots deep, nourish those roots so that when the season comes, your fruit is beautiful and blooming. So that when you get a wake-up call, it doesn't always have to be that you're doing something wrong and you need to change. Maybe your wake up call is you're doing the right thing. Keep doing it. Do it more. That thing you're doing, do it more. It's a beautiful thing. There are gifts in those unwelcome changes. I encourage you that you can find them if you will find the beauty, if you will look for them. There is there is a promise there that tomorrow can be better. If you answer that wake up call and do what that that voice inside of you, like Carol said, is telling you to do. Carol says this, saying, I can't do this. And you saying, but what if you can? Sometimes a word can change your life. Yeah. Just helping somebody, telling yourself, you know what? What if I can do this? What if after all, I've got more talent, more ability, more common sense, more tools, more talent, more wherewithal. What if I have more of that than what I give myself credit for? A little shift 
when that siren is going off, instead of saying, I can't do anything about this, saying, wait, I can. I have everything I need right now to do the next thing I need to do. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Carol. And Sylvia, yes, thank you, Jesus, for his protection. Amen to that. And Carol, you are welcome. It is my joy to be real. It's not always easy for me. Um, and it's still good. <laughs> Even if it's not easy, it's good. I want you to know there's hope for you. There's hope for you. If you're in the middle of a wake-up call, get the help you need. Take the action you need. Recognize that alarm for what it is so that you can calm down the siren and start making good decisions that are going to take you toward where you need to be. All right, you guys, with that, thank you for hanging out on Sunday Night Live, the postponed version while I figured out my tech difficulties. You guys are amazing. It's a privilege to be here. God bless you. If you are a mother, congratulations. If you have a mother, congratulations. Happy Mother's Day to each of you. Bye.